All right, well, welcome to Rightly Divide. I almost are on time, but I'm learning things and trying to get things sorted out. You're like, at this point, I don't want to hear it, which that's totally fine. But I'm still going to say it to be transparent. But um, like I said last podcast, I'm trying to get away from like and um, so... If you hear me say like or um, I apologize ahead of time, but I am working on it. But we're going to get into our subject matter. How many of you have heard the phrase heaven scary or you've have people in your life that get anxiety from the idea of heaven? Well, this subject is pretty vast and I'm not going to Spend, I, I would have to spend days talking about heaven. And even then, it wouldn't be sufficient. But we're going to be de- debunked the phrase, and I'll have to come back to it, but we're debunking the phrase, heaven is scary. Now, the Bible says, 2 Timothy 1.7, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So, right off the bat, if heaven's scary to you, God didn't put that fear in you. And where does fear come from? From the devil. So, if you're afraid of heaven, you have to realize right off the bat that it has to be unbiblical. First of all, like I said, God didn't give you that fear. And you have to realize that that fear's unbiblical and you just need to get some revelation, basically. You need to get a little revelation about heaven because heaven should be a joyful and an exciting thing to look forward to. Now, fear, for the Greek, is delia. And it means fearfulness, or it's, I think it's, the English word is timidness, but timidness. But it means fearfulness, want of courage, or boldness. To face danger, timoriness, habitual cowardness. Habitual cowardness, that's pretty bad. But fearfulness. Fearfulness. Heaven's eternal. Oh my goodness. I've talked to people where they just get scared to even talk about heaven. And that's a sad thing because heaven shouldn't be fearful or should it be a scary thing. So, I'm going to talk about three things about heaven. And again, it would take days, weeks, years, and even then it wouldn't be sufficient to talk about all the good things about heaven. So, the first thing is John 14, 1-3, and it says, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. So, right off the bat, Jesus is trying to address fear. He said, don't let your hearts be troubled. And then he says, in my father's house are many mansions. Now, 
there's the people who want to try to take away a, a killjoy, so to speak, where they say mansions means dwelling places. Now, it does mean that, but there is a place in which you're going to dwell that Jesus is preparing you. Still a joyful thing. Well, isn't it a mansion? It might be. But what I can guarantee is it's a place where you're going to dwell that is being prepared specifically for you by Jesus. And so that's one thing. So this is a place that Jesus is preparing for you. And he said, I will be there. Now, we say that we get comfort knowing that Jesus is right next to us or in us. But then when they think of the idea of being with Jesus face-to-face, they're like, oh, okay. I would rather be with Jesus face-to-face instead of kind, well, I guess both take faith. Well, no. If Jesus is in front of your face, there's, there's no faith needed. But when he's not in front of your face, you need faith. But I'd rather be face-to-face with Jesus and be with him than having to, by faith, know that he's there. Although there is comfort in both, but I think, it's, I think you would agree it's better to be with Jesus. Obviously, I'm not going right now. I just had a, I just had a baby. I'm not going to go right now. But if you ask my preference, yeah, I'd rather be with Jesus. It's a lot better with Jesus every time. So he said, I, uh, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. So that's number one. Number two is Hebrews eleven thirteen through 16. These all died in faith. Talking to, it's the faith chapter in Hebrews. These all died in faith, not having received the promise, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embrace them, and confess that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And country means a homeland right here. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country, that is, an heavenly Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. So, now there's that Christian teaching that says, oh, this is not our home. Which is kind of true, but you're living here, so this is your home right now. Your homeland right here is for right now. But, like it says in this scripture, we're not supposed to be mindful of this homeland that we are at right now. Because if we are, and this is why I think a lot of Christians are scared about heaven, they're thinking too much about down here. And there's a lot to think about, a lot of fun things to think about, a lot of places to go to, people to speak to, everything, okay? I get that. But we're not supposed to keep our minds on earthly things or on this home. We have, the Bible says, a better country, a better homeland. So 
this heaven, and I'm going to talk about a differentiation between that, like the place we go to when we die immediately, and then, um, oh, I said, um, see, I'm going to try to catch myself. Between heaven and the new heaven and the new earth. That, and I'll get back to that in a second. But wouldn't you want to go to a place or wouldn't you feel better about a place that's better? I have, uh, a, uh, say it again. Uh, I have a good home right now. And the one I had before wasn't as good as this one. So I have a good place right now, but I want a better place. I'm not going to stay mindful of this place if I'm able to get a better place. This is a good place. I love it. But I want a better place. And if someone offered me a better place and said, you can move in right now, I'm, I'm going to say, yeah. Same goes for heaven. This place is awesome, even under the curse, because if you're a Christian, you have God and his blessings. And that's another topic. But wouldn't you want to go to a better place? Which God describes heaven as a better homeland. So there's that scripture. And then number three, 1 John 5.11. It says, and this is the record that God has given to us eternal life and that this life and, and this life is in his son. So now this is the part that people get scared or antsy about. It is forever. Now, the reason, and at one time, I was scared. I got anxiety thinking about this topic. But the idea of forever can't be comprehended right now. So there's people who try to think of the term forever, and then they think of heaven, and they try to put an end to something that you can't put an end to. So we think of movies. There's a beginning and an end. No movie runs on forever. A book, beginning and end. And for us, we are born and then we die for right now. So we try to put that on heaven. And then when we can't grasp it, we just get fearful. We go, how come I can't, I can't, I can't understand. We fear what things that we don't understand sometimes. So try, stop trying to comprehend it. The minds that we have right now comp can't comprehend that. What we can accept by faith and have comfort in is facts about heaven. And again, I do not have time to talk about everything about heaven, but there's in Revelation 22 or 21, read both if I were you, read Revelation 21 22, but there's no more pain, there's no more sickness, that Here's one thing to keep in mind if you, don't, if you forget everything about this podcast or this show is the way you speak with your family when you hang out with them, you have a conversation, you're eating with them. There's eating in heaven, by the way. I don't have time to get into that. However, think about when you have conversations with your family or your friends that how real that is is how real it is in heaven. You're going to ha be having conversations in heaven. You're going to be having 
good times with your brothers and sisters in Christ from from past, present, and future. Talking to Jesus, talking to God. I believe talking to angels, maybe. I don't know about that. But So, the reason that forever, first of all, don't try to comprehend it because you're not going to be able to. But the reason forever is comforting is down here, said, uh, uh, I know it's going to be annoying to hear me catch myself saying, uh, but I'm trying to trim myself. I don't want to sound like a num-num. So, the reason for uh, forever is comforting and joyful is because down here, until Jesus comes back, my loved ones are, if assuming that I outlive them, they're going to die uh, eventually. Uh, again, They're going to die eventually. And then I have to wait until I get to heaven. Once I get to heaven, I'm not going to be sad or depressed that I went on. I'll be with Jesus. But if I don't go first and my loved ones, my friends, my family, church family, everyone, if they die, then it's done until that time I meet them again. But with heaven, you get to hang out with all your loved ones forever and ever. It doesn't have to stop. You can keep celebrating Jesus together. You can hang out. You can have conversations. There's a good book called, literally called Heaven. And I believe the author is Randy Alcorn. And he really goes into depth and talking about the reality of heaven and that you don't have to be scared about it. It's actually a joyful thing. After I read that book, I'm excited about heaven. I'm excited for Jesus to come back. I want others to come to Jesus so that they can get to heaven. So that's why I wouldn't want to go right now. I have to live my life and be a witness for others so that that they can experience the gospel and hear the gospel and get saved so they can go too. But it's comforting to know that all my loved ones right now and the ones that passed on, I don't have to worry worry about them leaving or dying. We can keep hanging out together. You might say, hanging out is not an option in heaven. Yeah, it is. We're not going to just be worshiping 24-7. I don't know. You might have gotten that idea from wherever you got it from. I don't know. But we're going to be spending time together. We're going to be spending time with God, Jesus, other loved ones. There's going to be places we're going to explore in the earth and I believe space. That's I don't have scripture that for, scripture for that right now. Another topic for another day. But heaven is not a scary thing. It is an exciting thing. I don't mean to say, oh, I'll go right now and then you know kill yourself or something. That's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm saying is live your life for Christ down here. Live it to the fullest. Whatever God has calling God has given you, fulfill it and live long. And then when the time comes, but I'm not speaking apart from the rapture. That's an exciting thing too, by the way. But when the time comes where you know the end is near, you don't have to be afraid. You can actually get excited when the time comes because you're, you're, you're that close to meeting with Jesus. No more pain. No more sadness. And I'm touching on this very briefly. But there's a difference between heaven and the new earth and the new heaven. Heaven is the place 
where you're going to go to if you immediately die right now. There's a place that you're going to be at where you're going to be. But then after the millennium, again, I have, do not have time to talk about in detail about all this, but after the millennium, there's going to be a battle between Satan and the one he deceives against God. After that's done, God is going to melt this place with a fervent heat. He's going to just not necessarily destroy. I guess you could say destroy, but he's going to make a new heaven and a new earth. He has to get rid of all the impurities. He has to get rid of all the bad stuff. He's going to make a new one. That's the place we're going to be forever and ever. The place you're going to be dying now is temporary until God makes a new place here. Once he does, and that time comes, we will be at that place forever with God and with our loved ones. So don't let heaven be a scary place to you or let, don't let it be something that makes you fearful. In fact, go online and type in the subject of heaven and type, in the, type something like on Google, facts about heaven. And just study. Let it be a comforting thing, not a scary thing. Anyways, that's about it. And I will see you this Wednesday for Verity Talk. Make sure to subscribe to our Facebook page called Verity Talk. And our YouTube channel, Verity Talk. Subscribe to that. And if you listen to podcasts, we're on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. If it is not there, let me know in the message, and I will make sure it's there. Listen to Epignosis this Friday, and listen <clears throat> with uh, John, and listen to do, do Tell with Ryan, and we will let you know when the next T2 Mug Hour is, which should be at the end of the month, but I'll let you know. All right, God bless you, and I will see you this Wednesday. <laughs>